0: What do you know? Look, who's going to own Twitter now for the full price tag. The full price tag of 44 billion dollars also known as $54.20 a share. Elon Musk has offered to stick by the original agreement to pay the 54.20. He wants to get the deal done. The company wants to get the deal done. So what's going to stand in the way? Oh, maybe a few liberals who don't like the idea that Elon Musk is now going to be the proud owner of one of the world's largest social media companies. We have so much to cover today that plus a whole lot more. The RNC alleging that Google is deliberately sending their political messages to people's spam folders. Well, that's one reason why you want more diversity, I suppose, within the internet space, is it not? Hello, welcome to the program. I am Trish Regan. This is the Trish Regan Show. Portions of today's show are brought to you by Legacy Precious Metals. We have a big event coming up, and it's thanks to the good folks over at Legacy Precious Metals who are helping to sponsor this. I am going to have a live town hall with all of you. So I want you to sign up for this because I want to hear from you. Some special guests. We're going to we're gonna pull in Charles from Legacy Precious Metals. He's going to join us as well because we got to talk about the state of our economy. We've got to talk about the state of our future here in this country. We've got to talk about our freedoms, whether it be our freedom of speech, whether it be our freedom to prosper, or whether it be our freedom to make sure that we are saving for our retirements. A whole lot of stuff is on the agenda, especially ahead of these November elections, which are going to prove so critical. So I want you to be part of this. It's on Wednesday, on Wednesday, October 12th at 2 p.m. Eastern time, Wednesday, October 12th, 2 p.m. Eastern. You can send questions ahead of time. You can send them live. Again, I invite you all to be part of this. It will be on my Locals channel. All you have to do to sign up, to be part of this exclusive event, because it's it's only for fans of this program, go and sign up for free at trishregan.locals.com. Trish Regan, dot nlocalscom Wonderful platform where we can actually talk really honestly and really openly which is not so easy to do these days. So I want you to be part of this. Anyway, back to what's going on with Twitter, because I I told you it would happen. I mean, I know a lot of, you know, I know a lot of people are are big fans of Elon and I know that we all kind of hate Twitter. (laughs) It's just such a dreadful, miserable space. We all know that. And it's really, especially bad when you see how much certain opinions and certain beliefs are shut down on that platform. But it's not the only platform, let's be clear, that's doing this. Lots of them are. Again, another reason why I like locals so much. It's become an issue. We're going to get to what's happening with the RNC and Google in just a minute. But first, I said it would happen just in part because, look, Once you sign a deal like this, typically the Delaware court wants to kind of make sure you stick to it. it. It's very rare that the Delaware court would say, okay, well, there's been a material adverse change or a material adverse effect. It's also known as a MAC, right? That material adverse change. I think it's only happened once back in 2019 with a pharmaceutical company whose earnings just totally fell off a cliff and there was all kinds of fraud, et cetera. That's the only time the Delaware court has said, okay, you can get out of this. So Could Elon Musk have proved there was all kinds of fraud? Maybe. Maybe he could have proved that they knew the numbers were one thing, but they were cooking the books, so to speak, so that it looked as though more accounts were authenticated. But even if he did, could he have said that would matter in a significant way so as to affect earnings and thus the stock price? That would have been more challenging. But the good news is, I mean, I think this is the big takeaway, certainly for people who believe in diversity of speech. The good news is you're going to have somebody else out there controlling a platform is not falling in line with whatever any given administration wants them to do. I think the problem we, we now face is that there is a, a mandate, if you would, from the Biden administration. For example, you can't say it's a recession, right? I, I've gone by this classic definition of a recession my entire Existence since I've been studying economics and it happens to be two consecutive quarters of negative GDP. And that's what we've had. And yet the administration will not allow us all to talk openly about this recession. And that's somehow in social media world now, fake news. Well, I'm sorry. It's not fake. And I believe that we are in a recession and it's about to get much worse. I'm not buying the head fake rally that's happening in the last couple of days. I still think that there is more trouble ahead as the Fed tries to raise rates and deal with all the inflation in our economy. That's my opinion. I have a right to express that. But if you look at the the suppression of what I typically see on my own social media existence, uh, I would argue that there is, in fact, uh, an effort to sort of silence anyone who is not in line with the point of view that is being pushed by the administration and by certain left-leaning groups at a lot of these social media companies. So this is the challenge we now face. I mean, you have the administration saying, oh, guess what? You know, the next couple of weeks going to be real, real challenging. We got to be on the lookout for disinformation. What is disinformation these days? I mean, that's a that's a big question because apparently anything that has an R next to it that's a Republican type, A view is considered disinformation? Really? That's what this new lawsuit is sort of alleging. Before we get to that, at one wonderful group I want to give a shout out for here. One of our sponsors on this program is AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, a wonderful group that's working so hard in Washington DC and all across the country for you and me and for our future to ensure that we have these freedoms, to ensure our first amendment, to ensure that our economy is not riddled with so much inflation that we're not able to enjoy a lifestyle that we've worked for in future years. And so AMAC is working really, really hard with lawmakers to make sure that your rights are protected. You should take a look at them. They're a wonderful group where you can get all kinds of freebies for travel discounts and cell phone discounts, but also they can teach you a lot about health care plans, especially for people who are retired. You can go to amac.us slash Regan, R-E-G-A-N, my last name, of course. That's amac.us slash R-E-G-A-N and sign up or renew today. It's only $16 a year. And believe me, you'll make the money back in no time. Plus, you're joining forces with a great group of people more than 2.4 million Americans that are part of this group, trying to make sure our voices are heard. Anyway, back to what is happening here with Google. The RNC is taking no prisoners. They just filed a complaint alleging that Google is sending GOP-related emails to people's spam folders. Make sure you check your spam folders. I advise you, if you signed up for my emails at trishintel.com to go check your spam folder right now. Make sure that you're getting them. And if you haven't signed up, do that. TrishIntel, I-N-T-E-L dot com. You can also secure your special invite to the town hall event if you're on that email list. So the RNC, the Republican National Committee, just filed a complaint with the Federal Elections Commission. And they're alleging that Google is suppressing the GOP vote or trying to suppress the GOP vote in November by sending millions of Republican election emails to recipients spam folders. Let me run through the numbers here because according to RNC officials, over 22 million emails were sent in the last three days of September and they were spammed according to the RNC by Google. In fact, they say over 3.1 million were spammed on September 28th, over 9.8 million on September 29th, nearly 10 million on September 30th. They put forward some evidence the party emails that had once gone to the strong inbox delivery, that was like 90 to 100% of them went down to 0% by the time the month had ended. I mean, wow, right? That's, that's scary stuff because that would suggest that we don't have the freedom of speech that we think we do. You have a company, in this case, Google, that doesn't like the Republican party. And thus anything associated with the Republican Party is effectively treated as junk, treated as spam. That's a problem. All the more reason, right, for us to look for new platforms like the one that we are seeing on Twitter. And that's why I'm so happy that Elon Musk is going to get this thing after all. I mean, whether he wants it or not at this point. And I think, you know what, deep down, he wants it. He wants it. That's why he did the deal. Granted, you know, the markets are having a tough time and maybe his timing wasn't necessarily the best. There are still a few things. He's got to get the debt financing, this, that, and the other, but I do think it's going to go forward. And I think that the market is now suggesting that it's what I said really from the very beginning. Speaking of the market on yesterday's program, we had Charlie Dombeck from Key City Capital. Key City Capital, one of the sponsors of this program is a I like to describe it almost like a private equity fund for non-billionaires, right? For like accredited investors, but still credit investors that uh, are not the billionaire class, right? So everyday folks that maybe have a little bit of money set aside and they're trying to figure out how to best invest it. And Key City Capital comes in and can help you both with asset allocation and also to be in some more interesting vehicles right now, especially within maybe the fixed income space, the asset backed lending space. Or even within the real estate space. It's interesting what's happening right now within the real estate market because as I watch this, you see the new data out that said that home prices have actually experienced their largest decline in the month of August since 2009. So we really haven't seen such a plunge in so long. Of course, we hadn't seen a run up in like, you know, so long, right? You probably have to go back to those heady days of 2007 into 2008 before that bubble burst to really see price increases like that. So right now you're in an environment where mortgage rates are going up. People are not going to be able to afford as much house. I think Key City would argue that's good for their portfolio only because with inflation still rising, rents are still going up, right? It's this really weird thing where you've got rents rising, home prices declining, fewer people able to buy homes Given the increase, the very, very fast increase in mortgage rates, a 30-year fix now up over 7%, that's pretty significant. So as interest rates rise, people can't afford as much, but inflation is still there, so rents are still going up. This is good for landlords, of course. Again, people with capital are benefiting in this situation. So if you have capital you want to put to work and you want to be thoughtful about it, you should give the folks over at Key City Capital a call. KeyCityCapital.com slash Trish, my name, KeyCityCapital.com slash Trish. Give Charlie Donbeck a ring. Maybe they can help you out or at least think about how you're going to position yourself as we go forward into these very uncharted waters. Because I do think despite some of the upside we've seen recently, it's going to get trickier and trickier. And it's amazing to me because the Democrats will give you a big song and dance about how they're trying to help. Everyday Americans are trying to help the middle class. They're trying to help poor working Americans. And yet who are they helping over and over and over again? They only help themselves and they help, frankly, the wealthy. It's the limousine liberal crowd that gets helped by these policies, whether it be what happened in the Obama era with Bernanke and then of course Yellen printing so much money and thereby enabling more and more investors on Wall Street. And we're talking big time investors. To grow their portfolios while everyday folks that were trying to earn a wage really didn't see much change at all, right? In their ability to save. So I would just remind you all that, you know, they talk a good game, but over and over again, I say the proof is in the pudding, right? And so when you look at communities, for example, so many very poor communities, minority communities in America where they were pushing for defund the police, and what is the result? Rising crime rates. I think you need to once again go back and say, okay, what what has been the effect of this policy? Let's look at economic policy that provides more and more handouts in these communities, but not necessarily tools to really enable people to be able to take care of themselves. What are the results? of those policies. And now we're in a situation where, like I said, there's no recession and apparently a man can have a baby. So this is a whole new world and social media wants to make sure that you are following the script. This is why I'm holding my town hall on locals, .locals trishregan.locals.com. I want you to go there. Make sure you sign up. I want to hear your questions. So send your questions in. You can do that on the live chat. You can do that before the show. I'm going to go through all of them. I promise you every single one is going to be read. So go there, trishregan.locals.com. Sign up for the big event Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern on October 12th. Mark the date and I'll see you back here tomorrow.